I'm your host, Madeline, and welcome to The Courageous Podcast, where you will hear inspirational stories of everyday people who will share how they found strength, hope, and faith in the midst of adversity. Let's get ready to be inspired. Hello, and welcome to The Courageous Podcast today. I'm your host, Madeline Hernandez. And today I have Pastor Alice Alfieri from Chicago with me. She is a wife, mother, grandmother of nine. She is a widow and was married to her beloved husband, Rico Alfieri, for over 50 years. Pastor Alice is an elder and prayer warrior and proudly serves in the Intercessors Prayer Ministry at New Life Covenant Church, where she has been an active member since 1981. Welcome, welcome to the Courageous Podcast today, Pastora. Thank you, Madeline. I feel honored and blessed to be interviewed by you. Amen. Well, I'm super excited about this. For those of you who have heard the story and testimony of Naomi Alfieri Hernandez, the wife of Brett Hernandez, and Pastor Rico Alfieri Jr., this is her mom. The real OG, I mean, she is dearly loved by so many people, and I have been wanting to interview her for some time because I know that there's a lot of parents or people out there struggling with loss, and I wanted her to share her testimony today. So, Pastora, I know that when you and I were talking, you had said that Naomi had called you one day to say, hey, mom, you know what? I'm not feeling well. What happened during that conversation? Well, she was going to go to get checked out. And that she was going to, after she got checked out, she was going to call me and give me an update of what she was going to be told. And uh, when she did call me, she did let me know that she had breast cancer. And that call broke me. I was broken. You know, I, I thought so many things at that moment. It was devastating for me, but especially for her husband and my children as well. And I thought to myself, she struggled for so long to have a child, and now this happens. That's something that you're you're hoping to never hear, especially a child to say something like that. And so what did you do during that time to kind of help her get through that? Well, when she started her treatment, I wanted to help her in any way possible. And the best thing was to move in with her. And in a few weeks, it was very hard to start seeing her the way she was. Um, as a mom, you just want to give your all to your children. And it was hard to see her, you know, as she was getting sick. Seeing her deteriorate like that must have been so, so difficult. I know that you said that her daughter was so instrumental and important in kind of helping her. You know, what did Sophia do to keep her mom's spirits up? To keep her mom up? Sophia... She would pray for her, and she would anoint her with oil, and she was just so happy that we have moved in there. And she was always trying to make her mom smile, you know, just being there for her mom. She's definitely inspiring herself. And so I know that your husband took this news very, very difficult. How was he during that time? Well, he was devastated. You know, he always used to tell Junior, you know, men don't cry. But uh, he became a big crybaby, and he would uh, try his best to spend as much time with her and just show her a lot of love. And so, obviously, during this time, you said that when you first heard that news that you were devastated. And I'm sure a lot of crazy things go through your head. 
Was your faith shaken at any time during the season? No, my, my faith wasn't shaken. As a matter of fact, that's what got me through. Every chemo section, every time, you know, we would pray, we would fast. In my heart, I was believing she was going to be healed. I had to stand firm. I had to tell her that God is able. You know, my faith wasn't shaken to the point where um, she, I would see her journaling. I would see her worship the Lord. I would see her listen to worship music and also text people and encourage them throughout her struggle. So she was encouraging you. Mm-hmm even though you were trying to encourage her and that kind of helped you to kind of get through that season. Yes. So I remember people reaching out to me after they heard Brett's story and hearing Pastor Rico and saying how much she touched them, whether it was with a text, whether it was something that Naomi posted on Facebook and that to this day that they'll never forget, you know, what she did. And so it shows that her legacy still continues to go on after so many years. And Mm -hmm. so I know that there was a point where she took a turn for the worst, Mm -hmm. you know, tell us about that. So she got really sick, you know, overnight. And then her husband had to rush her to the emergency room. And as she was there, you know, people started to visit her at the hospital and everyone who came out of the hospital to see her, they would walk out encouraged with the words that she would tell them. So rather than feeling sorry for herself or being upset or depressed, she was continuing to encourage people that were coming to see her. And I mean, that's just who she was. Yes. And so um, I know the day she passed, you said that Rico shared a prophetic word with her. Do you remember what, what happened? Well, what Rico Jr. was led to do is he read a beautiful psalm. It was a Psalm 18 that's in the Bible. And as he was reading that, she she was being uplifted. She felt encouraged. I mean, all of us that were there hearing him say it encouraged us. And so for you as a mom, what was it like to see your baby girl pass away after such a hard fight? It truly, it, it was devastating. It was devastating because it, it didn't really go as what I thought how it was going to be. And I think even for any parent to lose a child, it, it really hits you hard. There are people that believe in God, that love the Lord, that in that moment could have turned away from God, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. said, oh, I lost my child. I was believing that she was going to be healed. But you didn't take that route. No, Why is that? Because of my faith in God. You know, I have a tremendous faith in the Lord. And in reading through the Bible, it says that we will see our loved ones again. And I felt uh, peace in my heart. Though it was hurting, I also felt the peace that she wasn't going to suffer anymore, that she was at peace with the Lord. Amen. I love that. And so you had said something to me that really touched me when we were talking. And you said, how do you lose your best friend and you're still able to stand? only through faith, which was definitely your daughter. And, and she was your best friend. And then later, several years later, your husband gets sick and he also takes a turn for the worst. Tell us about that. So in 2017, you know, we celebrated our 50th anniversary. And shortly after that, he got really sick. He uh, was so sick that he didn't really want 
treatment. He didn't really want anything that would prolong his life. He wanted to go in peace with the Lord, and he knew that um, he would see Naomi, you know, again. So he he just wanted to go home to be with Jesus. And also, there was a story there that he wanted to be buried at the farm, yes. of which we were able to do or spend 10 years of our life just ministering to women that uh, needed help. Amen. You and Pastor Rico have a very powerful testimony of your early marriage and kind of how God has brought you through. And then you get to go to the farm and minister to so many women and give back because of what you went through and your testimony. Today, the, the farm is still thriving because yes. of the, the seeds that were planted so many years ago. And so, again, that's another way that God has used you. And, and we're so grateful to you and Pastor Rico Sr. for your sacrifice. Um, and so after your partner and your best friend also, your husband passes away, what was it like for you in those first initial months? Because now, again, your life has taken another shift. How was it in those first couple of months? So again, it was hard for me to move on. But again, also my faith, you know, my faith has given me the courage to go on day by day. As a pastor, you move on to, you know, bring comfort to other people when they lost a loved one. And so that has helped me even more at this time. And it's interesting because your son said the same thing. He said, Madeline, I didn't understand what it was like to really encourage or minister to those that have lost somebody until I lost my sister or until I lost my dad. And so I'm grateful that through that difficult time that you are both still sharing the love of Christ and, and sharing hope and also teaching people how to grieve. Mm -hmm. Because that's another thing that a lot of people don't grieve. Something you said to me that we didn't talk about and Pastor Rico said it too, that you just tried to stay busy, that you were just busy, 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 involved in the church and doing this and that. And your daughter-in-law, Pastor Daisy, shared something with you. And what was that? Yeah. What advice did she give you? Well, you need to express it. You need to let it out. Because if not, what happens is you you hold all that in. I thought that through being busy, I thought that just doing things to keep on moving, I would kind of suppress the hurt and the pain. But I found out later that that's not the best thing to do. You need to just, at the time it comes, you need to let it go. And, and, and if you have faith in God, you let it go to him. And he carries your pain for you. And you did say that there are days that when you have to cry, you cry. Yes. And that's okay too. Yeah, and, I, and I'm better able now, I feel in my heart, in having lost a child or having lost my husband, you know, being a widow, I'm able to, you know, embrace them and, and encourage them because I really feel that I've gone through that pain. And I know now without judgment what they're going through so I could better just speak life into their life. Amen. And I know you talk so much about your faith and I love it because at, at times the only way we can understand how we get through things is <laughs> believing what we don't see yes. in the moment. Yes. And so what motivated you to push through all of this adversity and pain, Pastora? God, my faith in God. You know, as a minister, as a leader, everything, the promises that are in the word of God are so true. And if I'm going to be able to minister to somebody, you know, 
I have to believe what the word says. And God has promised that he would never leave us or forsake us. Mm -hmm. And that even when we mourn, he's listening to us mm -hmm. and he has compassion over us. And so looking back at this time when you lost your daughter and then you lose your husband, is there anything that you would have done differently on that journey? Not really. Not really. I, I feel like um, having moved in with my daughter to help her in that time and having been there, not only for her, but from, from my husband to his last breath, I feel that I, and through my faith in God and God's help, I was able to do everything that I needed to do. I know that you and I have talked about you sharing your story, and I know you share your testimony all the time when you minister to people. Why did you think it was important for you to share your story today? I feel it's so important, you know, even now with the situation that's having right now with COVID and so much separation between families and friends and people are, you know, losing loved ones. And I felt like this was the precise moment that I could at least share and say that there's, you know, there is strength through God. There is strength through your faith that you can't give up, that you have to be motivated day by day to keep on moving. And so... Anybody that's listening and hears your story, let's say they're going through something, like you said, what you're going through, what you've been through during this really difficult season through COVID and, and other health issues. If there's somebody that's listening right now, Pastora, that doesn't know God or is mad at God or doesn't know how to seek God, you know, what would you say to them right now to encourage them to keep going, to keep fighting um, and to keep moving forward? I encourage them to, you know, if you do have faith, then continue to build on your faith. And if you don't, seek a place, seek a place, seek a church, seek a, a place of refuge where you could go or a good friend that you could talk to that will not judge you, but be there for you, mm. you know, along this journey, along this path that's happening to you right now. Mm. Amen. I wanted to ask you this question. If Naomi was looking down on her beautiful daughter, Sophia, which now is in the preteen age yeah. um, and she's beautiful she's grown up and brat is just raising her and, and the family the love the friends the family that love them and support them what would she say today as she looks at her daughter oh my gosh she would be totally impressed i mean sophia is just growing up to be that teenager um the dad you know uh, brad has done a fantastic job in raising sophia the our church family our friends uh um, our family has gotten together and they're there to support them, you know, 100% and Sophia. So Naomi will be tremendously proud. Her legacy is definitely living through her daughter. And I know that Sophia believing and having faith and knowing the word of God was so important to Naomi. And she planted that seed. And my God, it is growing and growing and growing. And we're so super proud of her. And so if you could say something to your daughter right now, which I also asked Junior the same question, what would you say to your daughter right now if you had a chance to say something to her? That I love her. I love her now and forever and that she is totally missed. Totally. Mm. Amen. Well, Pastora, if there's somebody that's listening that wants to connect with you that says, hey, I feel the way she feels. I have felt alone. I don't know what to do or where to go. How can people connect with you? 
Well, they can connect to my email, Alice, the number two, grace at yahoo.com. Amen. If you want to connect with Pastor Alice, please reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. You can email me at courageouspodcast2020. Um, and I'd be happy to put you in touch with her. Pastora, I want to pray blessings over you, over your family. I know that you said that you are in a season of waiting, that the Lord is calling you to do something amazing and great in that next season of your life. I'm super excited. I cannot wait to see it. You are dearly loved by so many. Um, we love your heart and we love the servant that you are, no matter what's going on. You have always been the same person and we love you. May you continue to be used for God's glory and may you be with us for many, many, many years to celebrate with us. We love you and we thank you. Thank you, Madeline. I appreciate you much. Amen. Be blessed. Amen. Thanks, Amen. guys, for being with us today. We love you. We appreciate you. Hey, share the story. It's powerful. Hey, Courageous Community. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you were encouraged today. If you have a courageous story or want to connect with today's guest, email us at courageouspodcast2020 at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Courageous Podcast. Until next time, continue to be strong and courageous.